Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This week's Man on the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got uh, Tardy Jesse. I'm sorry. I'm just going to start off by apologizing. I'm sorry in advance and for everything that is about to happen. Uh, to be fair, you're doing good work, aren't you? Well, we'll see what happens. I was out in the cold, windy streets of New York protesting the state of my country. Okay. Uh, live from his dungeon is Ryan. <laughs> for God's sake! Well, you knew it was going to happen. I mean, I'm like, surprised every time. But actually, you say dungeon, but in the video, you can no longer see anything on the the door. Oh, there is no longer anything. I I think it looks like he's in a closet. Is he not? <laughs> right? Do you have something to tell us? There, there's going to be people that are listening to this going, "I knew all along, really." <laughs> Well, your gimp outfit's not hanging up this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other voice you can hear, uh, live from the Usual Efforts podcast in Belgrade, I've got Kirsten. Hi. I'm not in a closet, but apparently I think others are in one. No, you're in a living nice room. Nice to be here. Oh, thank you. It's a yoga slash laundry room. It's very nice. Is that a bed behind you, that wooden thing? The brown wooden uh, thing? What? No, a bed. I'm behind, sure? In, in the, in oh, the, in no, the room that's... You. That's the that's the uh, couch and that's the map the road map for a book that we're oh we froze her but when she comes <laughs> back ask her about her tiny tiny teacup tiny tiny teacup <laughs> tiny tiny teacup tiny, 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 tiny that is <laughs> it's got whiskey in it you'd make a great actually Vic- rocky it's got rocky in it you'd make a great Victorian lady. I know. I, that's what I strive to be. <laughs> right, guys, this week we're going to be talking about the League Cup, uh, Jose versus Pogba, Fallout, and Premier League fixtures, and some other bits and bobs around the world. And <laughs> very hard to take Kirsten seriously when she's drinking from that. Um, <laughs> and... You know what it is? It's a little like Alice in Wonderland is joined up on the podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. And Kirsten, well, it's very strange going from something so dainty as a tiny cup through to the Belgrade Derby that you were at last week that you were going to tell us about. Um, so, first of all, uh, we will start with probably the big news of the week. Manchester United to Derby County 2. Uh, we saw, Ryan, we saw a Scott Carson versus Lee Grant penalty shootout at Old Trafford in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, it's it's not something that you'd normally see, is it? <laughs> no. Derby won 8-7 on penalties, of course. Um, Harry Wilson with a rather gorgeous free kick, which I asked Justin about on our DM group beforehand. He said it's kind of Sergio Romero's fault. Who saw that lovely little Liverpool five-times celebration as well as he ran towards the Derby fans? I think the bigger question is how many times did you watch it? <laughs> I, 
over and over and over and over again. <laughs> it was going to say over again five times. Though. Over again five times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it was a lovely guy. I mean, uh, let's, it, it, the, fun, the nice thing to do would be to give Darby some praise. The fun thing to do would be slag Marini. What would you guys rather do? Can you not do both? Can, yeah, can we, yeah, why not both? Let's do both. Can we slag Mourinho off, please? Okay. Right, we'll do that at the end. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's say some nice things about Frank Lampard and Derby, shall we? Because they got a couple of good players as well as Harry Wilson. they got Mason Mount as well, haven't they? Uh, on loan from Chelsea. Um, he's come in, Lampard, and he's kind of hit the ground running, especially as he's become a dad this week, so he must be pretty tired as well. Yeah. I mean, Wait, I, no, I, hang on. Oh, no, no. Wait. Uh, uh, uh. Wait. Hold on. What? How come he's allowed to have that excuse and, and Harry Kane was not allowed to have that excuse? I never said he wasn't allowed that excuse. You, No, you didn't. Others. Oh, Adam. <laughs> others. <laughs> did. You didn't. Correct. Fine. Thank, Thank you. you. You're right. Yes, yeah. well done, Frank Lampard. And Adam, in absentia, you're wrong. So there. Adam, who's currently sitting at work, will now listen to this, probably at work next, and just realise how much he's just been called out. <laughs> yeah, right. because you're right. Having a baby is exhausting, and it's even even more admirable that he did such a good job. This is really not as satisfying without Adam here to you know <laughs> listen to me go on about this. I mean, I think we really just need to talk about how good he looks after just having that baby, because oh my, yeah, he just became a father. He's still looking good. I've gone through yeah, that process. Yeah, I've got to give him credit for that. I've gone through this twice before, and I couldn't look like that or barely function or let alone go to one of the days afterwards. So he's done very, very well, hasn't he? He <laughs> has. I mean, exactly. But get him back to the sort of... They played really well, actually. <laughs> Forget how good he looks. Um, oh, the game. The game, okay. The game, yeah. The, the game. Um, but they put United under a lot of pressure. Um, and they, they did... You know, obviously, you know, they conceded, but didn't give up, and that's something that a lot of teams that if you go behind at Old Trafford it's, it's not something that you normally come back from and they obviously kept going and uh, turned it around and it was really impressive actually. Yeah I think what they did really well was they were not intimidated by sort of the reputation of either United or Old Trafford Thinking off the top of my head I think Manchester United have only won once at home all season which is the game against Leicester on the first day of the season I don't think uh, Kirsten that people get intimidated by going to Old Trafford anymore do you? Um, I was just sorry. I was just counting that I read somewhere that they've they've got four points at home this season. So that's correct, right? Oh wait, no, this was League Cup. Sorry, ignore me. I can't do math. Um, but yes, that would only be one win. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> you are um, such an expert on the Premier League. It's it's. I know really it's good. amazing. Um, in terms of being intimidated, I think that they're for some there is still that whole reputational factor but yeah in general over the last few seasons I think it's really decreased the whole pressure Old Trafford puts on other visiting teams though usually not lower teams I would guess yes see expert expert yeah you've winged that one I need another hour and a bit to go (laughs) don't waste what I do every week (laughs) yeah um Sergio Romero got his red card for jumping the area and handballing, isn't it? Which, again, was rather funny. Um, Manchester United lost their last five penalty shootouts. Now, Jose said that as soon as he got down to number six and he saw it was Phil Jones stepping up, he probably thought the same as everybody watching and everybody 
uh, at Old Trafford. Oh no, it's Phil Jones. Um, and that was the right reaction, clearly. <laughs> it was inevitable, wasn't it? <laughs> the other penalties were so good. Like, they were really good penalties. And then Phil Jones must have sat there watching it going, I know I'm going to go on a dribble along the floor to the right of the goalie, but not in the corner. He just he didn't look confident at all, did he? Just stepping up there. I mean, the only way that could have been better is if he did a penenka. <laughs> yeah, but even then, at least you'd have done a penenka. I mean, this was like, yeah. this you know... It was nothing, right? It, there was no, there there was no, no anything behind it, mm. and we've seen him. We, I mean, we've seen Phil Jones do things with strength, like he is, he's used strength to poorly tackle people. You know, his legs are capable <laughs> of of kicking. I'm um, thinking he's really strong at those facial emotions when he goes. Yeah, that too. Yes. Who saw the picture yeah, of the washing machine that looked like Phil Jones? No. Have you not seen the washing machine? No. Uh, let me try and find it for you. because I, I need that in my life. <laughs> it's coming from a few days ago now, so just imagine the elevator music as... Um, here, here we go. So the tweet is from Psalm0161. He said, we basically let a washing machine take our eighth penalty. Uh, see if you can <laughs> see that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that for people who can't see the... A it's a, it's a washing machine that looks like Phil Jones. Okay, so we come on to Pogba and Mourinho. So Pogba was in the stands for this, dressed like uh, one of these 17 in the Stay Now video. Um, and he... Huh? I don't know what that means. No, we don't know what means. There'll be about three people listening that do. Okay, <laughs> right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ryan wouldn't know what he means. This is... ah, Ryan, what year were you born? 91. Like 1999. <laughs> you were ninety three, weren't you? Ninety one. Ninety one. So this would have been two. It was E 17s Christmas sit number one when in nineteen ninety three when they're all wearing these big white coats. I've seen that, but I was yeah, there. You go years after the fact. <laughs> anyway, he was dressed like him, uh, and he was laughing in the stands. And uh, he took an Instagram photo of him laughing, which he uploaded, and apparently due to poor Wi Fi. Um, didn't actually get uploaded till just after they lost the penalty shootout, which Jose did, didn't quite realise and thought he'd taken it at the wrong time. And at training the next day, there was a camera crew from Sky Sports there. Uh, either Jose or Pogba, I think, must have realised that the camera was there because there was a bit of a scene afterwards. Pogba shook a couple of people's hands, Michael Carrick's hands, and then he sort of runs past Jose as if and then he sort of looks and as if Jose says something and, and sort of gives a look back. Um, it's a bit of a public falling out, wasn't it? It was. It was almost a look of, what did you just say to me? Or something, or, or realising that Mourinho was there. But Mourinho must have, it, you know, if you look at it, Mourinho must say something. And I can imagine he's probably saying something like, um, uh, oh, you know, good picture or something. You know, I'm, I'm, and then obviously he gets into a conversation with them after the fact. Yeah, Pogba's reaction was, like, surprised and upset. Mm. Um and to do that, I mean, if, if again, I mean, no, we've talked about Mourinho's tactics and how he, you know, seems to use um, negative and, uh, you know, like bullying almost. But to do it in front of his teammates and on the pitch like that, whatever he was saying, just didn't seem like the right way to go if he wants to build Pogba up in any way. Did you see this, Kirsten? Uh, a clip of it. Yeah, um... 
Sorry, I keep getting distracted by my poor internet connection. Hopefully you can still hear me. Yep. We can. Yeah. yeah. I've dropped out of the video, but um, not that you people listening later can know that. <laughs> um, in terms of the video, it just, to me, it's just another one of those year three Mourinho things. It's like, how long does he have left? And does he know that? And so he's just, he doesn't care anymore. He just wants to get attention, rile people up and hope to preserve something of, I, I don't want to say reputation, something of the whole aura about him, I guess, that will see him move along to something else. That even if it's not, oh, Mourinho is the best in the world anymore. It's more, oh, at least our club will get some sort of attention if we bring Mourinho in. That's a, that's a lot from a look, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it's hard <laughs> to know like what Mourinho's game is anymore these Mourinho, days. Mourinho doesn't have a game. He just does whatever yeah. he wants, and that that's it. I mean, I I posted something halfway through. They were winning at this point, and there was a it was a meme that was put on the Chelsea um, forum. I just and want everyone some... to know that my grandma calls it a meme. A meme. <laughs> so, just so uh, you know. it's someone from the office looking through blinds, and it's like watching a Mourinho third season at a different club. And I was like, oh, I know they're winning, but this this still plays pretty well. And then it played even better because seven minutes later they conceded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought, when you have to rely on Mauro and Fellaini to score in the 94th minute at home against Derby, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> but is he guaranteed to get another... I mean, like, when he has his inevitable meltdown and leaves or gets fired or whatever. Um, sorry for you people, that gets made redundant. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Is he guaranteed to get another club? Of course he is. Uh, yeah. Well, Rafa Benitez did, so obviously... <laughs> hey, hey, this is a good part of the conversation. I like Don't start saying <laughs> bad things about Rafa Benitez. Um, yeah, I mean... I don't know. Somebody so, would yeah, so I guess it doesn't matter to him what he does. He's, I think his only next step... Re- like, I think the next step that he'd probably need to go in maybe the Portugal national team. I think that would be the right step for him because he can still have his negative attitude, but we only have to see it every so often. Yeah, and he'd have one though. Keston, if, if Spalletti doesn't get Champions League football for Inter this year, can you see him going back there next year, um, Mourinho? Um, I never even thought of that. I don't think... I mean, Mourinho doesn't seem the type to go back, you know? He seems like he'd burn so many bridges. He, he burns the bridges and then 10 years later goes back anyway, just to burn the bridges mm-hmm. again. Yeah, that's a good point. It's, it's been that long, hasn't it? But they love him at Inter. He's a burner. They love him at Inter. Yeah. yeah I think even Real Madrid... But he's at Liverpool. Sorry, Liverpool what, sorry? Nothing. Uh, Kirsten's saying that Mourinho's going to go to Liverpool. <laughs> he wouldn't be very popular if he did. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making a little comparison there between Mourinho and... Um, um, okay, well, I want you all to imagine your fortune tellers and you're sat in your gypsy tents looking into a crystal ball. Who is going to be at Old Trafford next season? Um, is it going to be Mourinho, Pogba, or both? Ryan, you'd look good in the dress. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think will be there next season? Pogba. Pogba. Jesse? I hope Pogba. Yeah? I, I just, I mean... I hope Pogba stays. I hope Pogba's there if that's what Pogba wants. Okay, Kirsten. Oh, Jesse, you're so nice. <laughs> I, was just, <laughs> I was just thinking neither of them are going to be there. I mean, I don't think Pogba wants to be there anymore, but maybe that is just 
for Mourinho, but I think they'll both be gone. Really... We, we, we need Pogba in the Premier League, so Garth Crooks has something to get mad about every week when he does his <laughs> team of the week. I mean... Because we want Pogba to have a different hairstyle every week, and then we want someone to complain about that, because that's really... It's insane. also, he has such normal... Like, for the for the batshit hair that people have, the fact that he's going on about Pogba's hair and not, like, Bellerin's whatever, yeah, samurai I... ponytail, or or the plethora of man buns, or... Like if you're gonna go on about about hair, leave Pogba's. It's not. It's just relatively, eh, like boring at this point. It's falling out of. It's um... old. <clears throat> it's old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so much else to go on about. It's falling out with a player over his social media post, the state of modern football that we've become. Is it? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. <laughs> well, look. Next up. Is... <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, I, listen, I know you're upset about the hair, Chris, but you don't yeah. have to, like... <laughs> it's, because, it's because he doesn't want to move on to the next couple of games. That's well, I know. I was yeah, say... he's, he's a, afraid. <laughs> I was going to say, next up for Manchester United, they're away at West Ham in the Les Seeley derby. Um, this is the BT Sport game at noon tomorrow, Ryan, uh, by which time, of course, you have this podcast out. Um, and um, they beat Macclesfield 8-0 in the week, didn't they? Uh, West Ham have beat Manchester United once out of 19 games um, at home. The last one, of course, was the last game at Upton Park. Do you remember the Manchester United coach got smashed up and then... Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Someone <laughs> from my mate's work was actually there and got arrested for it. Did he? Wow. Well, <laughs> he, he got called... He got, I think, still... oh, no. Apparently he got Nothing. called into the office because the police... Had, it was the day that police had like floated out the four people or something that were involved. And the boss called the guy in and went, is this you? He went, yeah. He's like, yeah, you, you might want to go hand yourself into the police. <laughs> Didn't I just wow. ask you guys why there was so much extra weird security at that at the West Ham match, Ryan? You did last week, didn't you? I did, yeah. That was against the Chelsea, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and what was your response? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Um, West Ham are winless at home this season in the Premier League. How do we think this one's going to go? I want United to lose again because it's yeah. just hilarious but yeah. I don't think West Ham are that good No Mm-mm. I could see a draw on this one but I don't think I think United will take this one Okay And it'll be annoying it'll, it'll be with one of those like last minute Fellaini goals Fellaini goals <laughs> Yeah Kirsten? Uh, I think it'll be a draw It'll be a draw I think it'll be a boring draw yeah, I think you're probably right, actually. Last time match of the day. <laughs> Last time match of the day. Oh, God, let's get this over with Ryan. Uh, Liverpool 1, Chelsea 2. Oh, I thought he was just going to stop at Liverpool Chelsea, 1. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh... Danny Sturridge opened the scoring with probably the best game, goal of the game. Uh, and then Emerson... Uh, sorry, and... <laughs> sorry. What? 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 Sorry. Let's just stop right there, right? That's... You're clearly not fit to do this, all right? Yeah. Sturridge with the second best goal of the game <laughs> it was good oh. I mean, Ryan I just your... want to say uh, people are saying that Hazard's goal was the best of his career which I, I think we need, people need to chill out a little bit about <laughs> it was a really good goal but it wasn't, wasn't the best of his career by any stretch but yeah Ryan what's your favourite Eden Hazard League Cup moment is it that goal the other day or when he kicked the ball boy definitely when he kicked the ball boy <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I mean to be, to be honest uh, Chelsea did not really deserve to win the game we, we weren't really in it for probably <laughs> 70 minutes first 20 minutes of the, well first 10-15 minutes we were in control then you dominated 
got the goal and then you you didn't really put it to bed so <laughs> you're shaking it Caballero was pretty much man of the match um, and then Hazard just did Hazard things and just well we came up against a stiff willy <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I, did, did the, I saw someone had someone had put the Hazard goal to the Titanic music people always do that don't they I know it's very annoying how good he is. I do love him. He's a fantastic player. I think someone said, you know, he's, he's, he's a fantastic player, obviously. Um, and it makes you think about all those games where he doesn't show up. Yeah. And people say about all these Messi, Messi, Ronaldo things and said that he won't reach that status until he's carrying that team every single week. And that's something I... that has it. I think he's done so far this season when he's played. But, you know, last season... Until he's hitting those those numbers, I think it's going to be difficult to to put him in exactly in the same bracket. I think he's almost there. He's I don't think it's a matter of caring; it's a matter of him deciding or wanting or trying. You know, it's he's right now he's Argentina Messi. <laughs> he's like yes, but at the same time, why does he need to decide to be that much better if he's if he's this right now and his team is succeeding? Yeah. Um, I think it's why funny. not? Why not? Have a little fun. Yeah, Yeah. not kick a ball boy. Yes, poor ball boy. What did that ball boy? Come on, if you're going to kick someone, kick Mourinho. Don't kick the ball boy. We say ball boy. I don't think Mourinho was there. He was a man. He was was a ball man. Yeah, Yeah, but still, he wasn't a kid. No, it wasn't like (laughs) eighteen. Poor ball man. I, you know, kick sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm sorry, but like, it's not Georgie. Don't kick Georgie. No, but if sorry's not exactly blameless here. I'm just yeah, saying, if you're going to kick someone, I don't... Maybe the ball boy, ball man. Ball man's terrible. He did deserve it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten, uh, the... is Hazard the best Hazard in his household, Kirsten? Of course he's not the best Hazard in this household, and I think everyone knows that. <laughs> Come on, Torgan wins every time. <laughs> Others? Torgan has a better sense of humor. Wait, uh, is there, like, some sister? Do they have other ones? There's a third. Killian. There might even be, yeah, yeah. And that one just, you know, I don't think he, he even has at, social media accounts. He's at Chelsea too. Uh, wait, who is I think I'm at Chelsea. Yeah. Stockpiling. <laughs> um, there, was, there was something I wanted to say though about the game is, is how much uh, Jordan Henderson came on and how angry he got. Did you see that he fouled Hazard and then like started screaming at the ref? I'm like, you, you've just fouled him. <laughs> Chill out. And then there was another bit where it fouled Hazard again, and he just got up and started shouting at the linesman. I'm like, right, in both scenarios, you've <laughs> you've fouled him both times. Did we see um, Jurgen Klopp come on the pitch at the end and give Zerden Shakiri a bit of a talking to? Yeah, which I thought was a bit unnecessary, really. I thought it was just a bit out of nowhere, really, wasn't it? He just went up and started shouting at him in front of everyone. If that was Jose Mourinho, what would people be saying? Well, they'd be saying the, they'd be saying really like you know Mourinho's bullying people or whatever, and there wasn't that really really that reaction for Klopp. There was just a question of why, but that that does suggest that there's, there's sometimes a little bit of a double standard almost. It's okay to yeah. do it in the dressing room maybe, but not you know go onto the pitch at the end while people are trying to shake Shakiri's hand. It was just a bit much to go up to him and start having a go at him. Yeah, which I don't really think he did anything massively that wrong. Okay, well, look, they get to do it all over again um, tomorrow night. Saturday. At Stamford Bridge uh, for the Yossi Benny Yoon derby. Um, <laughs> Liverpool have got the. Yossi Benny Yoon. Oh, Jesse, do you remember our um, 
statistics about the, about the sea last week. The sea? Yes, we talked about... Like... Do you remember this? We what? talked about the sea the, and the coastline. The letter sea? No. Yeah. Or the ocean? The ocean and the coastline. We were talking about Southampton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sadio Mane has scored 77% of his Premier League goals um, within two miles of the English coastline. Okay, again, <laughs> I just think that is a, that is a random statistic. Who not... comes up with that statistic? Thank you. I thank Thanks. you to Duncan Alexander on Twitter for that. And I want to know why people get paid to come up Alex with like that. Really, because <laughs> I could also be paid to come up with things like Sadio Mane scored 100% of his goals while wearing two black socks. <laughs> I thought you were just going to go with socks. Two socks seems more reasonable. Yes, well, well but I'm going to become a really great statistician. <laughs> he played for Southampton, and of course he plays at Anfield, which is very close to the sea. Um, tomorrow, when they play at Stamford Bridge, Ryan, um, they're still in the title section of the Thames, so presumably that counts as well, that stat. I don't know. There was, you said about stats, I saw a fake stat the other day almost, and it was a, um, the Firmino is the only player in history to score with two eyes, one eye, and no eye, or something like that, because he did a no-look goal. Obviously, he had his eye poked out the other day. And then, and and then um, scored normally. So that was a good start. But these are the type of things that people do. Exactly. Um, so how do you think this one's going to go? I mean, Liverpool looking to get their seventh Premier League win in a row. Uh, the only team to have done this, Ryan. Do you know who that is? No. I feel it's... like you should say Chelsea because he has Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. It was Chelsea oh. five oh six. Fucking hell. Um, I was thinking Van Dyke might be back, I think, which I think if he is... Speaking of people with hair that people can know. (laughs) Mark. But apart from that, I think it's going to be similar lineups with maybe Hazard starting. I think it would be... I think Giroud's going to come in from Morata as well, which will be better. Well, Giroud's got five and six versus Liverpool in the Premier League, and Liverpool have gone 14 games without a clean sheet versus Chelsea. So I think it's uh, yours for the taking. High score. I think it's going to be a high-scoring draw. Really? Mm, I think our, well, our defense is really not that good, even with like you know. Yeah, Christian but Ryan, neither neither is Liverpool's. No, no, but he's uh, Lovren doesn't have to play anymore, right? We got Joe Gomez now. Oh, I was like, you I... have said you've got Van Dyke now because he's the only. <laughs> and Allison, right? Exactly. Um, also this week there was Oxford nil, Manchester City three. Uh, Jesus, Mares, and Foden scored. Um, what? Wait, what? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph scored. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Kirsten, because that. Were... <laughs> Is that what that sounded like? Yes, that's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> That'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? I saw, <laughs> yes. I saw Jesse's face when I said that, and then I, you chimed in with that, and I thought, oh dear. <laughs> well, Jesus, Mary and Joseph uh, helped Manchester City to a 3-0 win versus Oxford. Um, oh. They're next at home to Brighton in the Abdul Razak derby. Brighton are winless in four Premier League games, um, and they've won two out of 15, both of those against Manchester United. Uh, Aguero's last 10 Premier League games has got him 14 goals and 3 assists this is going to be we just also speaking of Brighton say well done to Anthony Knockhart who I always want to say Knockhart because that would be so much yeah. more fun but 
um, for speaking about his struggles with depression lately and, and being just open and, and honest about that. Because yes. I just think... He had a yes, he had a horrendous time the season before last when his father passed away. Did you see what the Brighton players did at that occasion? Yeah. They, yes, for any listeners who don't know, um, Anthony Knockhart, the Frenchman, his dad passed away. And on the day of his funeral, the, the Brighton players um, all went on a coach and surprised him at his dad's funeral, which is a very touching thing to do. Oh, Exactly. Look, Brian, is your heart warmed by that? It, you know, my cold heart is definitely warmed by that, yes. It didn't look particularly moved, I have to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brian, I think Brian was trying to figure out how to... How, how, how is it, Brian? How you... Well... <laughs> 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 okay. I'm just not going to bother. <laughs> uh, also, in the League Cup this week, Spurs 2, Watford 2, um, which Spurs won a shootout, I think. They... Right. That is right. Okay. Uh, this was played at the MK1 Stadium, wasn't it? I know there was some um, Spurs fan groups beforehand uh, wanting Spurs fans to boycott this game because of the, where it was being played. Um, Deli is scoring his income, didn't he? We're happy for Deli Ali. Always happy for Deli Ali. Oh, yeah. Always. Whatever he wants to do. Okay. Why if he was to leave Tottenham? For Arsenal. Oh. <laughs> at all. What if if he does a Sol Campbell? <laughs> Let's keep going. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the first time Spurs and I played at home on the same day since March 1988 when they both lost. Spurs lost 3-1 to Norwich and Arsenal lost 2-1 to Nottingham Forest. Um, next, Watford are away at Arsenal in the Paolo Venazza derby. Arsenal got four straight Premier League wins. Watford, zero wins in three. Um, how do you think this one's going to go? Is Troy Deeney going to accuse them of having no kahunas again? Kahunas? Kahunas. Go on, how do I say it? Eh, kahunas. Kahunas. <laughs> Well, how do I say it with my Leicester Cornish accent? Like that, cojones. cojones. My favourite thing is people say cajones, which are drawers, or right. kahunas, which is a Hawaiian word. Have but... you ever gone to Ikea and had terrible faux pas asking for drawers? I've never done that, no, but um, I once wrote into, a, I think it was the LA Daily News or something, because they said that somebody had big cajones, and I, you know, that's great if you want a lot of storage. <laughs> <laughs> so... Did they print it? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why diversity is important on your new staff. <laughs> um, so they, we, we got this guarantee for an Austin winner. We, it's at the Emirates. I won't guarantee it. I think Watford yeah, played. I mean, yeah, they're zero and three, but um, didn't they start? Didn't they start okay though. Didn't they start better than that? They did. They started okay, and I don't think that this. I don't think you can guarantee anything with Arsenal yet. I mean, no, yes, that's true. Emery's a bit of an unknown quantity at this point. Yeah. Really. Okay. Um, well, Arsenal versus Watford. Um, Arsenal won eight out of the last ten, but lost two out of the last three. So you might be right. Sorry, Ryan's doing surgery on I'm just, himself I'm just... right now, and I'm a little distracted. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's me. Just doing <laughs> just everybody surgery. should be watching this video as we do it. Yeah, um, yeah I think... Um, I mean, I clearly have become an avid Arsenal watcher because they have one Uruguayan, and that's all it takes to get me to watch your team. Um, Is he actually starting at 11 yet? He I was. Oh, that's good. Okay. Hooray, Torreira. He's very good. He got a yellow card because he was a little bit shouty. Um, but, yeah, I think they're, they're obviously they have they have a lot of talent, and they're doing a little bit better, but I don't, I don't think that they're, like, guaranteed any, you know, any wins. Um, Arsenal's last defeat in a three o'clock kickoff in the league on a Saturday was the first day of the 13 14 season when they lost to Kirsten. Who did they lose to? 
probably Aston Villa if you're coming to me, but I'm still stuck on these weird, weird stats. Was it raining that day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was and Aston what Villa. what they had for breakfast? Whenever they played on the 28th day of the month, this is it. <laughs> It was Aston Villa. I do remember it, and it was quite a sunny day, I seem to remember. <laughs> so, there we go. Right, other League Cup games this week. Forest beat Stoke 3-2, even though Sider Berahino scored again. Um, Arsenal Brentford won. Right, Brentford captain, um, I can't remember his name, but the Brentford captain this week was a seven-year-old mascot for Arsenal. Um, so, it's very sweet. Mike Dean free this game. Mike Dean also referee when he was a seven-year-old. <laughs> what? Wait, what? There was a seven-year-old captain of Brentford? No, he was he was a mascot at Arsenal when he was seven. He's obviously not seven. See, now. you need to use more words, please. Oh, do it. <laughs> Come on, Chris. The captain is no longer seven. When he was seven, he was a mascot for Arsenal in a game that Mike Dean refereed, and Mike Dean also refereed the game this week between the two teams. But Mike Dean was not said when he refereed games. <laughs> yeah, that okay. okay, got it. Okay, thank you. Little jet lag. So oh, sorry. I don't know what my excuse is, but. Numbers. <laughs> Blackpool 2, QPR 0. Um, Bournemouth 3, Brighton. Uh, Blackpool 2, so a nice fourth Callum Wilson winner. Burton 2, Burton 1. Middle 3, 4. Uh, Preston North End 3. Less 3, Wolves 1 on penalties. Uh, Wickham 3, Norwich 4. And finally, West Brom 0, Palace 3. Right. Fixtures coming up around Europe land this coming weekend. Oh, we'll go back to Europe land last weekend because Kirsten, you went to the Belgrade Derby, didn't you? And I lived. <laughs> you live. Uh, listen, this is um, one of most thought after um, or thought about fixtures in European football, isn't it? There's uh, a lot of TIFO there, a lot of pyrotechnics, and a lot, a lot of noise, wasn't there? Uh, uh, promised me that we would be in the neutral section, but guess what? There really was not a neutral section in Partizan Stadium. Everyone around us was a Partizan fan. And here I am. The only indication of my colors was the fact that I had my nails painted red and white. And I did not stand up when Partizan scored. <laughs> so I was sitting there, like, taking pictures of all the TIFO and all the fire and everything and, like, speaking really loud in English and thinking, well, maybe they'll just think I'm a super twist. <laughs> and they won't have any reason to hurt me. And and then I got out of there before the... Uh, Red Star Equalizer, which is probably good because there's some debate over whether it's actually a legitimate goal or not. So I think if we'd actually been in those seats when that goal had gone in, might have been a little dicey. I was going to say, it, was it over the line, do you think? This was like a Lewis well, Garcia over I the line thing. I think so, thing. obviously. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a goal, yeah. I'm not going to say it wasn't. <laughs> Did you, could you tell, so you said you left before it went in, sorry. Uh, we left those four one in. Yeah, uh, we're okay. so getting on the line. edge of the stadium. Okay. So, so were there many Red Star fans there? Oh, there were Red Star fans. Yeah, um, not as many as usual because uh, the Champions League package was a little expensive for what we're used to paying here in Belgrade, and they sold out. So, pretty much everyone doesn't have a lot of money to spend on going to Barzan. And all I think everyone thought it would be an easy game. And uh, and I think Red Star itself thought there'd, it'd be an easy game, and it was not. Do you live far from the ground? Was it, what was the walk like to the to the ground? Um, I live, well, I'm not going to like give you a pin of my location for these crazy anonymous <laughs> listeners out there. But uh, 
Um, pretty much right and then a little bit of a hike from the ground and I would say that the riot gear starts about three kilometers outside of the stadium and then once you get within probably like two kilometers you can't drink anymore okay and um, and then after that it's just lines and lines of cops and riot gear trying to make sure that the two sides stay separated the whole time Right, does this sound like a Rushton and Diamonds versus Northampton Town game? <laughs> not, not, not that extreme, no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get that in this country as much, do we? No, well, obviously, we, years ago, you would have had something rather but, um, the only, my, I, Someone at work the other day was saying that they went to a Millwall game, which was pretty, you know. But, you know, that's, again, Millwall fans these days are tamer than they We don't really have anything that extreme anymore. I've been herded to and from a football ground from the train station that was good fun that was yes, Leicester yeah. City versus Nottingham Forest and we had to walk this sort of gauntlet and the other side of the piece were all the Nottingham Forest fans who were kind of in their own special way cheering us on to the um, to the train <laughs> um, so where how did I do then with that draw where did that leave them in the league um, I'm almost I haven't even checked the standings because we were so far ahead before really, and so you're, 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 <laughs> yeah. you're well ahead of you yeah, and then we won three 0 midweek. Um, so it's it's pretty much it's Red Star, it's Partizan, and then everyone else. Um, yeah, it was definitely over the line. Yes. <laughs> Chris is shaking his head in disagreement. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so other game coming this weekend. Right, uh, it is Barcelona versus Atletico Bilbao. Uh, Barcelona lost 2 1 on Wednesday. Um, despite a very lovely goal by Philippe Coutinho, Liverpool legend Nabil Elzar uh, pulled one back and then they lost to Leganes. And Real Madrid have got the Atletico uh, in, the, in the Madrid derby. They lost this week to Sevilla. Um, it's the first time those two have lost together on the same day for an awful long time. What have I done now? Wait, you didn't actually tell us like the number of days since this happened? 141 <laughs> match days. Uh, that's, that's thank actually, you. I heard, that, I heard that on a podcast, so I can actually say <laughs> that's true. You've robbed that. I nicked that from, yeah, as, as in most of this stuff. Uh, so Barcelona and Real Madrid are actually on 13 points with their losses in the week. Atletico Madrid are up to 11. Uh, only a couple behind. Um, they had an English week in Germany, which means they have midweek games. Uh Dortmund beat Augsburg 7-0. They got Leverkusen this weekend. Bayern drew uh, 1-1 Wigsburg. They're away to Hertha Berlin. Um, that, just, that just finished, didn't it? Or is it still going? That was the other day, I think, wasn't it? Oh, Hertha Berlin. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Oh, is that, I only is know that, that because, again? Kirsten, you posted just Hertha today. Yeah, uh, Hertha's, Hertha are still beating Bayern 2-0 right now. Oh, Hertha beat Bayern, are they? Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Sorry to cut in there, but yeah, I think that's, that's pretty impressive. Means we're yeah. current. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in France, Nice uh, played PSG, who are looking for their eighth successive win, which has not been done for a very, very long time. Uh, and Saint Etienne are home to Monaco. We're all the way down in 18th place. But Kirsten, Italy is where it's at this weekend, isn't it? Well, well I mean, hasn't I think... moved lately. It is where it's at. <laughs> sort of that boot-shaped. <laughs> Thanks. Ah. Ah. Thanks, everyone. Uh, 
I mean, I think every every league this week is pretty exciting. But yeah, um, Italy. Let's first talk about the Rome Derby because that one's not as t- terrifying. We, we all know <laughs> Rome. We all know Roma are going to lose, right? Well, Lazio beat right. Did Lazio beat everybody? Udinese? Everybody say yes. Yes, yes. There yeah. you go. Did Lazio play Udinese in the week, didn't they? Um, which I have to say was a tedious game to watch in the first half. Well, then why did you watch it? Because <laughs> I was waiting for the Barcelona game. <laughs> oh, okay. And it was either that or watch horrible histories with my children. Watch horrible histories, then come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scott, how do you think you think Roma are going to lose that one? Do you? Um, I think Roma are what two wins this season so far? They've not done well. They're in tenth. They? Yeah. No, um, Di Francesco's barely hanging on. Um, I think, I think he might be gone if if uh, Roma lose this match, which is too bad because I love Di Francesco. I don't know how much you guys know about him, but he's fun and his glasses are adorable. And I think he just maybe bit off a bit too much than he could handle. I think this is the sort of game where form goes out the window. Oh well, yeah, obviously it's. Ugly and bitter, and everyone on Lazio gets a red card. And but somehow the way Roma are forming this season, I'm I'm almost positive they won't be able to get a win out of this one. I didn't see Milinkovic Savage in the week. Is he um, for that Udinese game? Is he injured? Is he or a feeling that if I mean unless Mitro is injured, if SMS is injured, it would make the news here. And I haven't seen anything about it. Maybe they rested him then, with this in mind. Okay, so you, you, you definitely reckon Roma then? They're going to lose? Uh, yeah, I think Lazio will take, yeah. take this one. I do prefer Roma to Lazio. What do you, where, where do you stand? Well, Roma, I think still a dirty club. Um, but I just like to laugh at Roma because they've been trying so very, very hard <laughs> to get to the top and then they just keep screwing it up. They shoot themselves a foot an awful lot, don't they? They really do. <laughs> uh, Juventus is complete. I declare an interest. I've always quite fancied Juventus since they were on Channel Four. Uh, I know it's unfortunate for you. <laughs> I, I have started listening to your Napoli podcast in an attempt to convert me, but you know, it's not working. <laughs> That's because I haven't been on for a few weeks. That's it. That's why. <laughs> um, go on, how do you go? You, you're, you had that three 0 <sighs> win against Palmer of the week. Those Millet goals are pretty good, weren't they? Um, well, the second, his first goal was really good. His second was more of a nudge-in, but yeah, that, it was good. It could have been like 6-0. Um, eh, I, I don't know. I'm worried about this one because obviously we've got Champions League coming up after that. And we had the midweek features, even if it, fixtures, even if it was only Parma. <laughs> I mean, Ancelotti... I trust him, but I'm not used to him. And his tinkering, although most people love it, it makes me nervous, I guess. And I, I, I know that he'll do the right thing, but I still don't think that that he's had enough time to get the squad to be Juventus. Okay, what do you reckon the score is going to be tomorrow? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> you wait till we see it's what we do. Game. To, it's probably going to be like 2-0 Juventus and it's probably going to be like 
Ronaldo scoring or something disgusting oh. like that. You wait yeah, exactly. see what we first games. Oh, I won't. <laughs> can, we, can we say that Ronaldo will get another red? Let's do that for our own. Well, be, because if we say it, it won't happen. Oh, okay. All right. But like, wink. The league <gasps> isn't going to happen. No, it would never. never. It's chopping nothing. Okay. Well, it's been a Ronaldo love fest in the UK a little bit this week. Why? Well, not really, but it's because the big news is Ronaldo's only going to serve a one-man. He will play against Manchester United in the Champions League. Oh, yeah, right. Because the media absolutely go nuts that here. It's like, any time Ronaldo plays at Old Trafford, they all go, oh, maybe he's going to be his homecoming. No, it's not. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I feel like I'm ploughing a lonely furrow here because I quite like him. Yeah, you're alone on that one. (laughs) I always think it's a really interesting conversation. But Ronaldo, I think, you know, he has the stories you hear about him. He does always work hard on the training ground. Or he used to, at least. Anyway, he'd always stay and practice his free kicks. And I can't remember there was. I can't remember who said it, but um, someone at Madrid said that they tried to get to training really early because he'd always be there really early. He tried. He said he got there the earliest that he physically could, and Ronaldo was still still there for half an hour beforehand. Anyway, just training. So. I believe it. I think he's an absolute hard worker. He's really super talented. When you have to pay that much money to that many publicists to cover up that many accusations of sexual assault, I think there's something wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, there's been a big thing today, hasn't there, that he's suing, um, basically, there was, was it a German website has posted about an allegation made about him um, sexually assaulting someone? the second one or the first yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. And then he, he's now suing that website. Yeah, so he keeps percent. doing that and paying people off. And That's suing the German website. How about we talk about this when we press stop after the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be sued. Exactly. But I'm going to have, allegedly. yeah. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. I'll have, I'll have Kirsten on with me this because I don't know if I can do this myself today. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm happy to be educated, so... Uh, speaking of Italy um, did anyone see the Francesco Totti story um, about him visiting a prison no I love him and I hope I never find out anything bad about him Uh, Christian Polston's face didn't love him when he got spat at by um, (laughs) Totti Mm. yeah he can be a little dirty sometimes yeah Uh, Francesco Totti said as part of some community outreach work while he's with Roma he um, visited a prison in Rome and found out about a man who was due to be released from prison the week before Totti arrived who wrote to the prison governor and said can I stay an extra week in prison oh right I did see that (laughs) brilliant um Champions League will have VAR from next season. Are we happy with that without going into a big VAR debate? Yes or no? Are you all right with that? Yeah. I'm happy for all the hand gestures the players will make. <laughs> I love watching them make the box with their hands. I know. Yeah. That is like... I like that it's a box and not just like a V. Like... Yeah. They make boxes <laughs> like they're, they're voguing out on the pitch. Yes. I love Fantastic. it. And they're so precise about it. Someone needs to tell these players that snitches get stitches. Yeah. <laughs> It, the actor like gesturing with the they're, yeah, they're yeah it's, it's the equivalent I, was, I posted something on the um, group WhatsApp the other day I think it, it great, gained prominence again and it was a clip of who is it is it Michael Oliver um, refereeing the FA Cup final and the yes, VAR decision the thing thing yes yes and um, you can actually hear his, his microphone 
during the whole thing and the amount of players that are going up to him going check the box and you, you can actually see them doing it like go, go, aren't, aren't, aren't you going to go check it aren't you going to go check it and he's asked i think it's like jesse lingard and ashley young and he's saying to them both it's been it's been checked it's been decided as a penalty they're like yeah but aren't you gonna go see it like, i don't need to it's, it's been checked and then he, as like, they walk off like he goes, three year olds just, just confirming you did check it right and they went yeah it's a pen. <laughs> isn't it snack time isn't it can you just but it's like that good now. <laughs> but it is. But I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, think, I think it's good for the Champions League. I think it'll be good to get it working. I think it'll be good as well. Uh, River beat Boca 2 0 in the um, Super Classico, that's called, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Ignacio Skoko and Gonzalo. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> Keep going, She's you're doing great. Gonzalo Martinez. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, how would you say it? No, I would not say it any differently. Oh, uh, rescue him, please. <laughs> yeah, rescue That's him. My please. favorite part is the only reason I come on here. <laughs> uh, West Ham are complaining to talk sport, Ryan. Have you seen that? No. Uh, Danny Murphy was on there this week and said the club's handling of the Declan Rice contracts was poor. Um, and Declan Rice used to share an agent with Danny Murphy, coincidentally enough. Weird that. Mm. Funny that. Um, Germany to host the Euros in 2020. Turkey. Uh, Aaron Ramsey. Do you see that it's on the same day, though, as the Women's World Cup final? Oh, no. That's a poor thing. Isn't it, though? No one checks calendars. No, yeah. oh. Wow. Wait, the Women's <laughs> World Cup final and the Euro 2024 are going to be at the same time? No, Is the women's... World Cup finals on the same day as the maybe not Euros. I will check. Euros? No, because it's twenty eighteen. No, that one. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Uh, Aaron Ramsey has had his contract offer from Arsenal withdrawn. Apparently, it was after two hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week, so that's been yeah. withdrawn. Um, so he can leave on a free at the end of the season. He can sign for free with anyone from the first of January. Um, Eddie Dzeko's got a Players Tribune article which if you've seen the video for about his childhood in Sarajevo is very very good and FIFA awards Ryan grown men were getting upset about uh, other grown men being given awards that they'll never <laughs> ever meet or never have any interaction with um, do you know any people Ryan that got upset with Mo Salah getting an award ahead of somebody else I mean I, I was a little bit but you know I think I was <laughs> Was Adam? I can't remember what the chat was. Whether Adam was upset about it, whether he was upset with people being upset. He was upset um, at him getting the award. You were also upset that he. Got I was a little bit upset about How him getting the award. How old are you, Brian? I'm 26. Young. He's young. <laughs> Listen, I think I watched a video because obviously people were boasting all about it, and it was a video of like the past 15 Puskas award winners, and oh my god, some of the goals are just incredible. And then you just see Salas at the end, and you meh. Especially when, did anyone see the the Aston Villa goal from the other day? Was it Aston Villa? John McGinn, yeah. The, yeah, the volley. Now, stuff like that, that is an award-winning goal. Look, but, I know, don't think anybody is talking about what really, really matters, which is obviously Idris Elba's waistcoat. Brilliant <laughs> waistcoat. That was covered with Gareth Southgate's face. Nothing else should have won any award other than that. <laughs> Just, the, the whole award was a bit weird because... as. So, who won goalkeeper of the year? Courtois, but De Gea was in the team of the year. So, De Gea was the number one goalie in the FIFA 11, but Courtois was goalkeeper of the year. And then, um, 
Salah obviously won the award for the best goal, but wasn't in any of the other awards. And it was just weird. Obviously, that's that's from a lot of people online. Grown man. Grown man. Now, listen, are you about to finish your European section? Because there's a stat that I saw the other day that I thought you'd appreciate. Mitch, uh, I think it was Mitchy Batchwise, the first player this century to score in the league and the. Where did he play last season? Bundesliga, Bundesliga and Serie A. Chelsea legend. Is he? Legend. Chelsea legend. Chelsea legend. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that was that. I saw that first player of the century to do it. Pretty cool. James Miller did congratulations to most of last season getting the Pushkas award. <laughs> Have you seen the team of the year? Have you seen who's in that? Uh, not, I haven't. Not fully. I can't remember. Okay. The Danny Alves, Sergio Ramos, Rafael Varane, and Marcelo. Then I'm presuming Eden Hazard, not Thorgerson. Um, uh. I'm going to Luka Modric with I'm backing Messi now. And what from? Any glaring misses from there? I always find it really interesting when when they do like these team of the weeks and they put um, Hazard at like centre mid or something because they can't obviously displace like Messi, Ronaldo, or or anyone like that. So they. They show these like fancy teams with these lineups, and they just never make any sense. <laughs> I I don't know. For Messi always, yes, he's brilliant. But like, which Messi? If you watch the World Cup, you're not picking that Messi. And, and that others get in because of their World Cup performances. Mm. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, no German based in that team. Uh, Luka Modric won the men's. The German the team should be given mm. an award just based on their lack of reason. <laughs> <laughs> The diversity award. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you know. Uh, and Martin won the best female player. Um, back to Premier League, chubbies. Um, Sorry, this... I'm just being such a horrible human today, but I'm cranky and giving Marta, who I love and is brilliant and wonderful, but giving Marta the best female player of the year is like saying... It's aggravating! Thank you. Thank you. Oh, to be honest, I Same thought you were going to be picking up the word chappies, to be honest with you. That's what I thought. Marta getting this yeah. award. We can't care about your language use right now. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Marta, okay, educate me about Marta then. Marta's awesome, but... Clearly. Marta, it's like... It's like giving... It's almost like giving Birgit Prince the award. It's like saying, listen, we haven't watched any women's soccer, or we watched five matches because we had to give this award and we don't know really anything about it. We can't tell the players apart, really. Right. <laughs> so we're just going to pick one from Brazil and because we, we know, know Brazil Marta's matters. Name. Right. Here's an award. Yay, women. Who would you it's give so it? offensive. Who would you have given it to? This year? Both of you. Kirsten as well. Who would you have given it to? It's hard. Well, I mean, I, I'm never going to claim to be a women's football expert i just know who isn't at the top of women's football right now and one of my huge issues is where sam kerr he's like what like i mean i know she's injured but something on the list no but she was like 10th or something on the list and why are you watching at all yeah um i don't know yeah, and it's ra- just don't give it to anyone. Like literally, just say you know what we don't know enough. Like, sorry, women, because this is yeah, it's such it's such bullshit. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> Someone younger than Jared played in the League Cup this week. What are they nine? 
just the 15 year old. Yes. Uh, oh, the 15 year old, right. Jared was Who? born in March 2003. This player was born in April 2003. But isn't it past their bedtime? <laughs> Well, didn't he, he did exams that day, didn't he? He did exams and then went and played for Fulham that evening. Or wow. Yeah, but if you listen but, to the Totally Football Show, they're saying, why was he doing exams in September? Were they retakes? That's true. <laughs> he probably, they probably were retakes, though, yeah. That's okay. Because someone I, said yeah. like, he, he was born after Fergie kicked the boot at Beckham. <laughs> yeah, speaking to someone who retook his maths GCSE twice, it's more than okay. <laughs> At least he's taking. At least he's in school. Good for him. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, okay. So back to Everton versus um, Fulham. Everton zero Premier League wins in four games. Alexander Mitrovic has scored seventeen since joining Fulham. Was that a horse? <laughs> That's my <laughs> hatred for Mitrovic. Oh, hatred! Go on, tell us. Because <laughs> I've got a note here to ask you about him. So I thought you were going to say nice things. What, what, why do you hate him? <laughs> No. Go no. <laughs> I um I absolutely hate Mitrovic. He, he looks like a fucking um he looks like a boot. Uh <laughs> his face looks like a boot. Um he's a nasty, nasty man and he plays for Fulham. And yeah, I could live without seeing his face plastered all over this town at certain times. Oh, he's everywhere. So I always thought he looked like Dave Garn from Depeche Mode. Mm, no, he's he looks like a boot. <laughs> Why is he a nasty man? Have you never seen him play? Just he's just he's just dirty, and he looks like he just rolled out of a garbage heap. And <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to see him the same way now. Thanks. <laughs> is he not that that sort of bonkers that you need? You know, when some people say if you take that out of him, he won't be the same player. Is he? Does he not need that sort of edge to play? What the dirt that's on him? I don't. I'm confused. <laughs> the dirtiness of his game. The oh, well, he probably edge. does. I mean, I he's not that talented. So, oh, that's going to get me in trouble. Um, he Mitch probably does. This, we don't have any sub <laughs> listeners, don't worry. Good. <laughs> they will find me and they will yell at me. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he he does need that dirtiness, but that doesn't mean him. Okay. Everton home to Fulham have played 13, won 13, scored 32 and let in zero. So I think it's fair to say this might well be an Everton win. I think they'll be okay. <laughs> Huddersfield versus Spurs in the Andy Booth derby. Huddersfield have got zero wins so far um, in the Premier League so far this season. Um, you can't read your own notes, can you? No. <laughs> it's going to say something about Patrick Swick because you know I bring him up every time. Oh, I can't read my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Jesse. Yes, right. What are you going to say about this game? Oh, there's no, no, there's no Ericsson Larissa Vaughan. That was one thing I got written down as I seamlessly oh. on. Sorry, Jesse, you carry on while I try and read my writing. I am waiting for the day when Pochettino just says, screw it, I am going to be the goalkeeper, and marches his little Argentinian self right in there. Um, Barat. I think we're going to be okay. I think he can do everything, can't he? Did he say the other day that he, he, he's going to help them finish the stadium himself or something? Yeah! He's going to get a hard hat on. He's going to walk in there and go, right, lads, what, what's need, what needs doing here? Right, so without Lloris and Vorm, I think he's just going to say, get out of my way, pull on his gloves. Just get I mean, 
mean, but Skirts have scored one at their last 32 games, and Huddersfield versus last season was played two, lost two for Huddersfield, scored none. Lettings, Jesse, shoulders back, yes, chest out. I know. Nothing uh, you can know, go wrong now. I owe, I do owe you one time, and so if it's gonna, if I'm gonna say it, I'll say it this time. That's where you lose now. Nothing can go wrong now. I can't say it. You know why? Because everything's gone wrong, so I might as well say now. We're gonna be fine. No, that's not the same. Nothing can go oh, wrong now. Oh, Say it. Well, she's asking for it. Nothing can go wrong now. In this particular match, nothing can go wrong. Yeah. Oh, she did <laughs> it. I know. She did I know. it. Have you still got the Can you still see us on camera, Kirsten? Yes. Could yes. you see the screwed up face she made while she was saying Yes, I could. <laughs> the pain she in Jesse's face. She looked like she was face. in great pain, yeah. <laughs> Ryan and Kirsten, go give us some hope. They're going to breeze this, aren't they? Who spurs? Yeah. Yeah. How does her bad? They're, they're really I don't not very good. The Premier League, and I know Huddersfield are bad. <laughs> uh, well, what do you know about Newcastle and Leicester in the Nikos Davizas derby then, Kirsten? Absolutely nothing. That's the same as any of the rest of us. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Newcastle are also winless so far um, this season. Right, no Damari Gray for Leicester, no Solomon Rondon for uh, Newcastle. Um, Newcastle have left. Oh, I can't read my writing again. I was going to say, unless Newcastle... Oh, Newcastle have never lost their first four home fixtures, but they have lost their last two at home versus Leicester, so... I was going to say... They can either win or lose, is what that's down Yeah, Or draw. Or draw. (laughs) The only person the team sheet needs to say this person isn't there for Newcastle to be good is Mike Ashley. If it's like, yeah, no Mike Ashley this week. Something like that will be better for Newcastle. If James Madison does turn up for Leicester, then this is pretty much game over, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing very well. Hey, that much I know. Yeah? Yay! (laughs) You know James Madison, do you? He's an excellent pastor. He is. He's fantastic. Uh, Wolverhampton Wonder versus Southampton in the Dean Richards uh, derby. Danny Ings is back. Um, Wolves are unbeaten in four. Saints have lost three out of their last five. Uh, Wolves have got eight to nine shots so far in the Premier League. Only Liverpool, Manchester City, and Chelsea have got more. They're not bad, are they? They're a really good side. They've got a really good team, and yeah. they'll be they'll be perfectly fine come the end of the season. Yeah, we could all say it on their behalf. They're going to be fine. What about yeah. tomorrow? How do you think they're going to get on tomorrow? Yeah. Against a very struggling Southampton, isn't it? As I say, I think Southampton are going to be that team that I don't think I can't I don't think we all predicted they were going to go down, but I think. With, with my, if Mark Hughes is there all season, I, I can't, I can't see them staying up with the way that they play. It's I didn't think. Go no, go, Chris. No, no, you go. No, no, no. That I didn't think. I never sort of think they're going to go down, but I always forget about them. <laughs> Easily done. No, I can. I know what you mean. They're like the sort of the, sort of the team that just they play every week and they they'll either pick up points and they'll stay around about like fifteenth or sixteenth. Yeah. Because they were they were close last season. Yeah, they're not they're not like Huddersfield where you remember because they're just you know terrible and and you you sort of know that they're terrible, but you they'll they're not terrible. They'll finish, they'll finish about eleventh, and at the end of the season, you look at the table and think, well, how did they get there? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, what else have we got? We've got Sunday, we've got Cardiff versus Burnley, Peter Whittingham Derby. Burnley, um, the first week, league win last weekend. Cardiff forgot no league wins. Um, but Burnley have never beaten a promoted side, Brian. 
I think that's about to change. I think but now that Burnley <laughs> can focus back on the league. Yeah. And that I think that was shown last week. I think they're more than fine. Jesse and Kirsten? Yeah, uh, Cardiff. I mean, I know they lost against Men City, but still, they, they showed nothing. No, Kirsten? I have nothing to contribute to this one. <laughs> Welsh accents are lovely, is what we could say about Cardiff. Okay, yes, we'll go with that. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Monday night is our last Premier League game. Is Bournemouth play Crystal Palace? Uh, Bournemouth lost at Burnley last weekend, didn't they? They got thumped, didn't they? Um, Palace have got four points from their last two games. Uh, Bournemouth one win in six at Stovehurst Park. Jesse, this has got Palace written over, isn't it? I missed the verb in that sentence. Bournemouth did what? At the... <laughs> Bournemouth. <laughs> They They've did got something. one win in six at Selhurst Park. Sorry, am I speaking? Oh, okay. No, I, I. It's all me. It's me. Yes. Is Shout the out my wife to that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, Crystal Palace. Um, if they win, they'll be the twenty-second Premier League side to get to a hundred wins. Can you name the others? In alphabetical order. Like, no, yeah. but I, we haven't got time for that now. No, I, I haven't written them down. Don't worry. I just thought I'd want to see your face. You said that. Just, can I say something? I hate Monday night football. Can we just can we stop like Friday nights, Monday nights? I'm just okay. I'm... You're far too young to be talking like this. I think Monday just... night football is like, isn't that the American thing, right, Kirsten? Yeah, it's for American football. Yeah, I think that's the it's, big like a what big they deal. dream of. Yeah, I think that the only reason it's it's been mildly successful here is because it was all a, it used to always be about Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher having to debate about something and disagreeing, and everyone loves to see Mon- that. Monday night football's been here since the start of the Premier League. And I just, I'm just I'm, like I hate Monday nights. I, I I just can't like I don't want Monday night. On, I don't want one on Monday night. Would well, you know there's what other channels you can watch? What do you want on a Monday watch? night, Ryan? <laughs> no, wait, wait, I can watch something else. Oh, no. <laughs> I watch Universal no, Challenge okay. on Monday what, night. What, what about the mystery show that was being talked about before? <laughs> histories, mysteries, or something? Yeah. Horrible histories. Horrible histories. Yeah, that, yeah. that thing. I guess it's just, it, it's always that thing, especially if there's a Friday night game, a Premier League weekend stretching for days, especially if I'm not trying to do like fantasy teams and stuff. I just, it's just too much. It's too long. Wait until you see the next unusual efforts article about fantasy teams. I'm going to count on you for it, Ryan. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, watch University Challenge. That's on instead. That's a better idea. Ryan, watch 21 Thunder on Netflix. 21 Thunder? It is magical. What is it? It is like um, it's like Major League Soccer and telenovelas had a baby. Oh, what is Best, best. It's it's a soap opera about a soccer league. Oh, see now in we Canada. I like the hand gesture. <laughs> we I'm we had a show. Kirsten to binge watch it so we could do a podcast about it. It's so great and terrible. We've had a few shows like that in the past. We had something called Football's Wives, <laughs> and yeah. we had something called it's, Dream it's not Team. Not quite like that. No, we the had Dream some, we... Team. I remember. Hmm? Dream, Dream Team. I remember. Dream yeah. Team was fantastic. And it got to a point where, towards the end, there was a player that was in it for like four seasons and then went away and then came back as like a coach or something. And he he died by getting pushed into one of the coat hanger things. Wow. 
Dream Team was just ridiculous. There was like, have you never seen this, Chris? They got pushed into a coat hanger. No, yeah. like a, not a coat hanger, like a, like a coat peg in the dressing room or something. Basically, the, oh, okay. this show was stupid. Like a player who was on his last legs played fantastically in a Champions League game for this fictional team, and then what? He got subbed off, got a round, uh, standing ovation, then jumped off the top of the stadium. It sounds fantastic. It, it was. It, it needs, I think they use like Chelsea and Everton games, and then just distorted the colour slightly to show goals. <laughs> So it would all be about this team, this club, and it would be all about, like corruption and players. Like you know, it sounds a bit like Chelsea with you know players sleeping with each other's wives and stuff like that. Um, yeah, these like the players sleep with um, the physios, and they do a lot of drugs because obviously you can when you're a professional, yeah. and and they drink a lot. And I don't know how they have, ever have time for actually playing because there's also like a drug running yeah. weird. I mean, there was, there was a whole storyline so where they, it, the goalkeeper basically he'd got into gambling debt. And yes. then to get the money back, he, he held the team hostage in the dressing room. <gasps> that sounds fantastic. snipers and stuff were there. It, it was yeah. literally the best show. <laughs> right, you, ha- you must watch 21 Thunder. It sounds right up my alley, actually. It's really good. There you go. After that, watch the lesbian pirates on Amazon. Do they what? play soccer? <laughs> no. <laughs> Twenty One Thunder, really good. Black sails. Oh right, I thought this. Show, I think we were trying to say this show was called Lesbian Pirates. No, correct. I mean, look, we're all about transparency. So if you're going to make a show about lesbian pirates, just call it what just it is. Call it that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. That brings us to the end of our podcast. Anyone got any AOB? Did have we seen the goals from the current Leeds game? Nope. The, uh, the, yeah, well, someone posted the Sheffield Wednesday game, uh, the Sheffield Wednesday goal. I don't know what the score is now. I think it might still be 1-1. But it's it's an unbelievable volley again. So went, Is it going to win the Puskas Award? No, probably not. A Probably Penalty is going to win the Puskas Award <laughs> next season. <laughs> that Phil Jones is going to do it. The Phil, <laughs> Phil Jones penalty doesn't even go in, but he'll win it. <laughs> So uh, when we're all done here, go watch that goal because it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, right, Ryan, if they want to follow you, how do they do that on Twitter? Uh, they follow me at the Ryan Goodman. Jesse? Uh, first of all, I follow Ryan and Adam. Do you follow and Adam I on the post? say that. I do. I do. Unusual efforts, do you follow them? Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. And Kirsten, do you follow her? Yes. <laughs> That's how I got into unusual efforts because I followed Kirsten and I got up the guts to tweet her and that's my origin story. Um, yeah. Okay. So how you, did it, you can hear all about it in episode one of the unusual. <laughs> well, uh, yes. Go on quickly. What's your handle, oh, Jesse? Um, at Jesse Loesch. At Jesse Loesch. Uh, yes. Sorry, Kirsten. Quickly, what's your handle before we talk about unusual efforts? Um, my own handle is KD Schlewitz, and good luck spelling that. <laughs> if, if they can find you, then good luck for them. Yes, unless okay. unless they're Metro fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and unusual efforts is at unusual efforts, isn't it? I take it. Yes, correct. Okay, so for listeners who haven't heard your podcast yet, tell us a bit about unusual efforts. What are they? Or what is it? Um, Sorry, as a website. <laughs> it's a website and it's a podcast, the uh, F Pod, and it's entirely created by. But not just for um, anyone who does not consider 
who is not identified as a man. There we go. Sorry. I was not prepared to do the little spiel at the end Sorry. of the day. <laughs> Caught you on the hot with that. Okay. Yeah. So what sort of articles can we see on there? What's been up there lately? Oh, what have we had lately? Um, we're moving slowly because I'm on jet lag. But um, next, this week we've had Manchester United women and what they're doing to distort the women's championship. And then next week we should have two very different articles. One is the W League in Australia, and one is uh, Croatia hair. <laughs> yeah, Croatia hair. yeah, you heard that right, Croatia hair. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yes, it's a scientific ranking system of the Croatia players by their hair. Oh my god! So I can't definitely, they did for that. I look forward to seeing where Vida comes in. <laughs> I'm not going to wreck that for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brilliant. So that's at Unusual Efforts. Is that UnusualEfforts.com, is it? Yes. Super. Okay, thank you. For that. You're recording a podcast this week, aren't you, this this weekend? Hopefully. We've had a couple illnesses and tragedies. Um, obviously, we won't get into those. We plan to record and hope to record, but if we don't, those are the reasons. Can listeners send questions in? Absolutely. Brilliant. Please do. Excellent. Well, thank you. Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, I was just going to say they can tweet it at us at any time at Unusual Efforts. Excellent. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Finally. Are you going to come on again? Finally. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Probably not every time since clearly I'm fading at the end of the night. (laughs) And also I know nothing about English football, but maybe I can learn. It's fine. Again. I just, I'm here quite often and I, I barely know anything. Chris, Chris will say that you know any question before the Premier League era, then pff, good luck, really. <laughs> Fair enough. Ryan and Jesse, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Hey, Twitter. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, at C. Etchingham 77. You always forget. Oh, yeah, yeah. On purpose. Nobody, nobody needs to follow me. Brilliant. Thank you so much, guys. Always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>